Okay, Rabbi, so I want to learn. I want to learn a pasuk chomish carefully with the zebra. I have things I want to pull from these psukim, but I don't want to run. I don't want to just run to a dvar Torah. I'd like to learn with the guys inside, really, to learn how to learn a pasuk chomish. So I don't want to just run to a dvar Torah. We're studying psukim, and Hashem's talking us in the psukim. So we all can look inside and see the psukim well. It says, Hashem. Hashem appears to Avram Avinu. Mamre in the plains of Mamre. Mamre is Avram Avinu's friend, and he has the schus. He merits that Hashem visits Avram in his property. Avram Avinu stayed in his property. That's Stam fascinating. Avram Avinu is a very rich man. That we're told in last week's parasha. And yet he doesn't have his own place. He's staying by Mamre. Avram did lead a nomadic life. Reb Miller talks about that. Avram moved around. And Hashem appears to Avram in Eloine Mamre, in the plains of Mamre. Now before we even go further, I want to show you how to learn Rashi. Rashi says, Vayera Elov, Hashem appears to Avram, to visit the Chayla. Hashem is visiting Avram, Bikr Chaylim. How did Rashi know that? Now you could say, what do you mean, Kalish? Rashi quotes a Gemara, Saita. But Rashi only quotes a Chazal. When does Rashi choose to tell me a Gemara? When not? Rashi just told me a nice Gemara, Hashem's doing Bikr Chaylim. Rashi always is there, this Yisrech Acham explains to us, to explain Pshat. So if there's something in the Psukim that's deficient, that you can't figure out, Rashi will quote a Gemara to explain. Where in the Psukim, I challenge everybody here, it's quite simple. Where did Rashi get from that Hashem is being Mevaker the Chayla? The Pasuk says Hashem appeared to Avram, Rashi said to be Mevaker Chayla. Says Hudi Kalish smartly, that Rashi's bothered by Yakasha. Hashem appears to Avram, and there's no conversation. Vayerei love Hashem. Hashem appears to Avram and says nothing. So on that, Hashem said nothing. So Rashi needs something. You need a pshat. So Rashi says, I need something that you would come to somebody, but not to say anything. That's Bikr Chaylam. So that answers it up. Hashem appeared to him. Now, one could argue back, yes, Davi. So Dovi says the smichos. The last week's parasha ends with bris mila, and then Hashem appears to him. It could be that it also would explain something that Rashi says, Amr of Chama Barchanina, Yom Shlishli Melasehaya. It was the third day of Brismila, and Hashem came to ask him the Shal Bishlumai. So it needs something. Vayerei love Hashem, Hashem appears to him. There is no conversation that ensues. So because of that, Hashem appears to him, and there is no conversation. Because of that, says Rashi, wasn't coming to say something to him. Biker Chaylam. It was Biker Chaylam. Yeshem was being Mevaker the Chaylam. Is that also how we do Biker Chaylam? So it's interesting. It's interesting. Rashi, it's interesting. And you could ask on Hudi, and thank you for noticing that, Shmuley, is Rashi says, Hashem said to him, Bishal Bishlumo, and asked how he's doing. So you see, there was an Amira. The only thing I would say to that is the point wasn't the Amira. The Torah quoted no Amira. There was a visit. That was the point. Hashem's there. It's interesting. I always say, now Rashi, I admit, Rashi says, Shol B'Shlumay, why, why? He says, Rashi says, he asked him how he's doing. I always say to people, I remember years ago, I had, I, I, I had a surgery, and my brother drove from Lakewood to come to be with me. I have no remembrance what my Heliger brother said, but he drove six hours, three hours. It's really longer, Kiyodua, from Lakewood. But let's say, Bakram counted like three hours, guys. Have funny ways of measuring times or drive too fast. Either one, you make it. So six hours he drove. It's not what you say, be there. 
My friend had an accident in Lakewood. I drove to Lakewood. I was with him for about 15 minutes. His wife was in a coma. He didn't want me there. The, the word wasn't, you don't pay because I drove from far. That's not fair. I drove from far, so I'm getting my money's worth. Be there. People get so worried. What should I say? Just be there. It's not, there's nothing to say. What you said is everything that you were there. So I am fascinated. Hashem came. Hudi says there's no conversation. He was there. Now Rashi brings the Chazal, Shoyel B'Shlumai, but the Torah doesn't record that he said anything because the Iker of Biker Chaylam is you were there. That's the Iker is the Chizik. You came. You cared. He mattered. Nikaidai Klala, always remember that, Rabbi Sai, just be there. Stop asking questions. Years ago, my closest friend in the world, Dave Kilson, had a surgery in Manhattan. So my wife and I called up. He was in the ICU. We called up. Can I go visit? They said, absolutely no visitors. So I remember I put on a raincoat. I actually wore it. It was raining outside. I told my wife, called to him. She said, they just said no visitors. I said, I just want to know for myself what the change. I'm going. I'm going. I went. I'm going to my friend had a major surgery. I'm going. I get in. If I don't get in, then he knows I didn't get in. Baruch Hashem, I got in. We barely, it's years later, he still reminds me you came. When I opened my eyes, you were standing there. Please, Rabbi, say, remember that your friend's going through something. Just get there. Now you think, what should I say? Don't, it, what you say is, it doesn't make any difference. It really doesn't matter. What should you say? You should just be there. It's not what you say. It's not what you say. People want to like be heroic. It's being there, being present. For whatever he's going through, the deepest thing you're saying is, I'm here. You can't say anything better than I'm here. I'm with you. That's, that's all you want to say is, I am here. You know, anything more, he's not remembering 30 years. And you said that dramatic zug, that brilliant, sharp, encouraging. you were there. So I'm fascinated. Rashi says, Vayere love Hashem. Rashi's bothered by Hashem, doesn't say anything. Says Rashi, Biker Chaylum. Now you could ask on that, but then the Chazal, it says, Shaul B'Shlumay. What I'm claiming is that's not the Iker of the Biker Chaylum. So the Torah doesn't record that. What the Torah records is Hashem was there. And that's the message to a chayl is I'm there. It's not what you say and it's unrecorded what Hashem said. The ikra of Biker Chaylam is that you're there. Now we'll talk about the points of Biker Chaylam in a minute, what the points are. I have a shtickel raya from here to something I want to share with the chaver. Yes? Why doesn't, why doesn't Rashi quote the Gemara that says that you, when, you're big, when you do Biker Chaylam, you take away a sixtieth of the person's pain? Because that would be perfect here because then... That's why that would be a reason to be there. Interesting, 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 interesting. Nice Sahara Yehuda. Nice. The first thing Rashi quotes, the Gemara Saita, that he was there for Biker Chaylam. And he's answering that question. What Biker Chaylam does, I want to speak about. I want to tell you like this. I want to bring a... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Brilliant. So I want to, I mamish want to, I want to piggyback on Chaymul. Yehuda, I want to jump on Chaym's back. Stam, it's Kedai always to hang out with Chaim. But I want to hang with Chaim Olguri. I want to say, Chaim, the Ramban says, Davi, and I have a shtickle cash on the Ramban. The Ramban says, and the Ramon Shochonaruch Paskins this way. The Ramon Shochonaruch Paskins, that if you don't daven for the Chayla after you visit, then your Biker Chaylam is If you don't pray, you're not Yaitz a Biker Chaylam. There's a riot to the Ramban. The Ramban says, and the Ramah paskins this way, la'locha, that if you don't pray to Hashem for the chayla, after you visit the chayla, you're not yaitz a biker chaylam. What does the Ramban hold, Kivali? That the ikar of biker chaylam is the prayer that ensues. How does the Ramban know that? He doesn't make things up. A Gemara Nadarim. I always love Masechus Nadarim because the only Masechus and Shas that I learned with my tata from cover to cover. And I was like, to learn my tata every word of Gemara and every Ran in the Dharm. In the Dharm, you learn Gemara, Ran. The Ran is a Rishan in Achran and a Rosh Hashiv in the Dharm. It's wild. He acts like a Rishan, he acts like an Achran, he acts like a Rosh Hashiv. He has raid and kashas and pshat. It's like an all inclusive Pirish on the side of the Gemara. Ashray, the person, don't, don't wait too many years till you learn the Dharm with all, every Ran. The Ran is gorgeous. Explains things that you don't see Rishonim explain. Fascinating. He acts like the Marsha, the Maram Shiv. He's everything. He became like a Rishon and Achna Rosh Hashiva. The Ketzer is the Ran in the Dharam says like, the, 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 the Gemara says like this in the Dharam. 
The Gemara says, don't visit a chayla the first three hours of the day and don't visit the last three hours of the day. Visit in the interim hours. Why shouldn't you visit in the first three hours? Because the chayla looks so good. You wake up and I'm like, ah, your mom is like better. You slept, you geschmack. Many sicknesses, you'll relate to this. In the morning, you feel like all spry and geschmack. Then as the day wears on, you get sick again. You're always accused the night before when your parents make the decision for school. Then you're sick like a dog. Your mom's no school in the morning. You're jumping around your house. If your mom yells at you, just show her the Gemara in the Dharm. That you don't visit a chayla the first three hours of the day because he's at his strongest. So he's at his strongest. You're not going to pray so hard. Why, why? He looks givaldig. You're not, you're not going to pray. The last three hours they don't visit. He looks so shmattered, so geschmattered. He looks so sick. Make up a little Yiddish words. He looks so sick, the guy, that you're going to be miyayish. You won't dive him with passion. I gave up. No hope. So visit in the interim hours. So says the Rambam, what do you see in that Gemara? That the Icar of visiting is the prayer. If the whole time I visit is totally on prayers, you see the Icar is to pray. Now why visit to pray, just pray? So that we've spoken. Our eyes are everything, Chevra. I had a cousin who was sick in the hospital in Baltimore, and I wasn't davening real. I was pretending. I said the name. I even crinkled the eyes. Geschmack. The lave. I wasn't crying about it. I liked my cousin a lot. I loved him. One of the most sincere people I ever met in his life. His parents at Sadiqim. But when you don't see it, it's wild. We, we're so crazy. If you don't see it, it's hard to connect to it. I went to visit him, and all of a sudden, I mamish felt it. I mamish felt it. I went to visit, and I felt it. So that's why you have to go to pray. Because if you pray without going, you're not praying. If you see it, it's in front of you, you mamish, oh! You see it, or after I went, oh, did I start praying? It mattered to me, it mattered, it was upsetting to me. Then you start praying. So you're supposed to go in order to pray. That's the halach and shulchan Kashi, here you have a raya not that way. Because God visits in Bikr Chaylam. Hashem doesn't need a see. So what's, that, what's the word of God's Bikr Chaylam? Now you could say it's to bring it out for us. Like by us seeing, so Hashem, Yisa Hashem Panevei Lecha. Hashem looks at a person that also, Kaviachal, there's some mashal like that. There could be some word. What probably the Pshad is, Hevra. The Ramban who holds prayer doesn't mean only prayer. You have to do everything for the chayla you can. Avada the Ramban agrees that just being there, the Gemara Nadarim says that Rekiva visited a student and the Talmud said, Rebbe Yechi, son, you gave me life. That had nothing to do with prayer, that was chizuk. So the Ramban saying you have to pray also, do whatever you can, included prayer. If you don't pray, you didn't do everything you can. But Avada the Ramban's maskim, that part of Bikr Chaylam is the Chizuk. L'chayra from this Psukim, the Pashib Shat Chayim by Hashem visiting, is Chizuk. Hashem's there. There's no Amirats. You're there. When I'm saying you're there, you zikr find that aspect in the Dharam. Rebbe Yechi, son, you gave me life. I would say there are three in Yanim to visit a Chayla. There's the praying for him, huge to pray. Preferably, by the way, say a prayer by his bed. It says, Hashem al eres tavoy. Hashem is by the chayla's bed. Say a prayer there. Be careful. Don't scare the chayla. So you have to do it smartly. Say, stop You can even give a, you, you give a bracha there. You're talking to Hashem. You're giving before shleimah. You're davening. Don't scare him. You're sitting there shuckling, saying, tell him. You scared him. Don't, don't, be, don't, don't scare the chayla. But praying by his bed is very kedai. Because the shechina is by the bed of a chayla. So praying there is very kedai, giving him chizuk that you came, like we discussed here, and doing some tzayruch for the chayla, whether cleaning up, giving him some food, doing a tzayruch for the chayla, that's also. What? Yeah, davening prayer, the fact that you came, that you showed you care, and then doing some tzayruch for the chayla, whether it means getting him food, tending to a need of the chayla is also a point. So that's the inyan, the mitzvah, biker chaylam, it's being godly when you mevaker chayla, you mekayim a mitzvah daraisa, being doymet Hashem, mahu afata. We learn in the Torah, biker chaylam. Now understand, Rashi quotes a chazal biker chaylam, it's a Gemara, 
The Gemara says it's enough. Rashi is learning it into the Psokim, that it's Mochrach in the Psokim. Hashem was there. Why was he there? He didn't say anything. He was there. Levakras Achayl, there was Bikr Chaylim. What do you say? I'm like confused by that. I'm confused with Chaymeas. Like, by Hashem, what, if the whole Nebuchadnezzar's prayer by Hashem, I'm confused. Them is a kasha by me. I'm sure there's a pshat, I, I, I'm confused by that. That prat confused me. That's what Chaim said. That, yeah, 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 it's a good kasha. I'm saying it's not the only Indian of Bikr Chaylum. According to this, it answers. If the Indian's prayer and only, the Ramah little sounds like the only Indian's prayer. What? That's, that's, a, that, that's called prayer. I'm here. That's what Yehuda says. You take away from the sickness. I'm confused. I admit. I'm not sure. It says taking away the illness. People don't know the Gemara and the Dharam. Not everybody takes away the illness. It's only if you have the same mazel. When were you born, Yehuda? Birthday. Give me your English birthday. November. November. Happy birthday. It's coming up in minutes. November 15th. Nobody should forget. Yudah Zelman's birthday. Yeah. The day God gave us all a gift. It's a very big day. November 15th. Excellent. Excellent. I have to remember that. I have to Zelig remind me. Okay. The, the rule is, so you could be, you could be my son, Maish. You shouldn't be sick. You shouldn't be sick. But you're both Ben Gilo. You're the same mazel. It says the only one who takes off a 60th is the same mazel. I visit the October guys, me and the October guys take off. You have to be the same mazel. There's a certain, in English we say kindred spirits, people who have a certain attachment, a certain similarity. Kindred spirits take off each other's. Ah, you're my she, and nobody should be sick. But Ben Gila is the, because I think Davi and Yehuda Ben Gila, that's Kedai. Lemaisa. I want to go on in the Psukim and show something else. So, Vayerei love Hashem, Hashem comes to Avram Avinu to be Mavakir Mamre. In the plains of Mamre, Rashi speaks about what was this friend of Avram Mamre that had this chus that Hashem appears to Avram in his property. Now, the next word is key. Vuhu Yoishev. Avram is sitting, Pesach by the entrance to the house, Kichoim Ayoim, in the heat of the day. Now it says Avram is sitting, Zelig. I need you to get pshat. There's something called the Kree and Exiv. In the whole Torah has what's written and what we read. All in the Torah, there are many times something is a Kree Exiv. It's written one way and it's read another way. The Torah has no Nekudais. When we bring out the Sefer Torah and we lay in it as no Nekudais, and the letter is written as Yud Shin Bez. Yud Shin Beis reads Yashav, he sat. Yashav, and he sat. Is he sitting? It's, it's telling the story. Hashem appears to Avram, and he sat. And he sat, sounds like, and he stood up now. And Avram had been sitting and stopped. Yashav, he had been sitting, and then he stopped. He got up. Yashav, past tense, he sat, is Mashman Avram had been sitting before God came. What does that imply, Nayam, what he did after God came? Stood up. Avram had been sitting when God came, and now he's not. But we have a Messiah to read it, that's called the Kree. The, the Ksiv, the way it's written, is Yashav. We have a Messiah to put that Chaylam there, that Oi. Oi or O depending what world you're from. But any world you're from, it means the same thing, whether you say oi or o, yoshev or yoshev, whatever yeshiva you came from. But yoshev with the chaylum means he is sitting. Means he is sitting, he remains sitting. So one second. Remind me your first name. What a catch that we have, Ezra. Thank you, Ezra, for being here. Thank you, thank you. So, Ezra... We have now a problem. We have a Kree and a Ksiv. The way it's written in our Torah is Yud Shin Beis is read Yashav, the tunnel. It's read Vuh Yashav, he had been sitting, which implies, is he still sitting? He had been sitting. God came and he had been sitting. And now he stood. That's what it sounds like. 
That's the way it's written. But the way Hashem tells us a Messiah, we only know this from Hashem to Moshe, to Yeshua, to Zekenim, to me and you. This is a Messiah. Our Messiah or Messorah, if had to say this, is that he was Yoshev or Yoshev. That he is sitting and he remains seated. Now I'm confused. God didn't write a vav. If there was a vav there, if it was spelled yud vav shin beis, then the kriya and the ksiv would both be saying he is sitting. But it doesn't have a vav. So it's written yashavi sat. And we have a messiah that he is sitting. He remains seating. What's the truth? Why, why? Was he sitting past tense? God came to him and he had been sitting? Or God came to him and he remains sitting in the present? What's the truth? I'm like confused. We have a creek sieve. Throws us off. So Chazal are bothered by this kasha. That's a big problem. And the answer is that he wanted to stand up. And Hashem said, remain sitting. God comes to you, stand up. You ever had that a Rebbe comes, two Bachram are sitting and learning, and the Rebbe comes over, who do you sit over here for a minute? I gave him a shush, said, yeah, Sit, 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 sit. He is sitting, he is sitting. He's a test, not a sit, 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 sit. Simon says. So, the Ketzer is, so the Rebbe comes over and they're talking and learning, you don't remain seated, that's ridiculous. You can't sit when your Rebbe is standing. So what do you do? You both stand up. I had funny. My Rebbe used to think in learning. He was very, very... No, no. My Rebbe was very, very orangutan in learning. I, I, I don't know my life. I met somebody who thinks in learning like my Rebbe. Rabbi Brown Schlitten. He's a masmid for the last... He knows Shas Bavli like you and I know our names. As youngsters, I'm friends with his son, Zay Brown. We would test his father. We would read any line in Shas, and he would tell us one Amman in Shas. It's on any line in the entire Shas Bavli. We would read a line, and he would tell us where it is. Any Masech the Shas Bavli. I did it myself. I tested it myself. Today it's Yushalmi, Bavli, and much more. Lemaise, when a Reb, my Rebbe would get very orangutanal, he's always thinking and learning. Now, during Seder, he wanted to talk to us and learning. The guys, so my Chavrosah, we learned, he'd walk over, but he was thinking of Ketzais. Rebchayim, he's like, and he was lost, he's gone. He's standing here. Now, we're sitting, we stand up, and we're standing. And he's, he's not here. He's, he's thinking of Ketzais. And then in middle, like, somehow, he, like, wakes up, and we're right next to me. He, like, jumps, like, like how'd he get here? Like, Rebbe, you came to us. <laughs> but he's at a very orangutan one. The Kitzer is, when Avram Avinu, come, when Hashem comes to Avram, so Avram wants to stand up. So says Rashi, why, why? Yashav Ksiv. It is written that he sat, past tense, Bike Shlamud, which means he wanted to get up. Amalei HaKosh Baruch Hashem said, remain seated, I'm going to say standing. And it's a simon that Dayanim sit and Hashem hovers above Dayanim. What this has to do with Dayanim is not for now, but I want to tell you something cool. Ezra, I want you to hear something cool. So now we have the mystery to the creek Siv. It's written as if he stood up and our Messiah to say it is that he's still sitting. I still have a kasha. Now, first of all, I want to give it to you exact. The way it's written is the truth. Listen to this depth. The Torah is written, the truth. The way we read it is our perception. We read it how it appears to us, and it's written as it happened. So the way it's written, it says he sat down and he stood up. The way it appears to us is he stayed seated. That is mind-blowing and life-changing. The truth is he stood up. So it says he sat. He's no longer was he stood up. The way it seems to us is that he remained sitting. What do I mean the truth is he stood up? Because he wanted to stand up. In the world of truth, you're judged what you wanted. If you want to do a mitzvah and you're an oynes, you get the schars if you did it. 
There's a world in Olam Abba that all that matters is what you decided. It's all that matters. And that's the truth, Rahman Alibaboy. That's the truth. In the world of truth, Avram stood up. That's how in, in Shemaim, Avram stood up. He stood up. Why did he stand up? Because he wanted to stand up. So he stood up. In the world of truth, Avram stood up. Understand that the Torah is written what happened. Avram was sitting and is no longer sitting. Hashem said, stay sitting. So he didn't end up getting up. So in our perception, in our world of perception, Avram is still sitting. That's the Kri Ksiv. The Ksiv is what is, and the Kri is how we read it, how we relate to it. In our world, Avram is still sitting. In the world of truth, Avram only was sitting, is no longer sitting. Why is he no longer sitting? Because he wanted to stand up. So when you want to do something... Yet, if you did, of course. What? An Aveira doesn't work that way, and that's a discussion. Why not? It's a Chiddush. In Aveira, in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a Machshava Ra, Machshava Toiva, Hashem, Mitzdarif Lamaisa, Machshava Ra is not Mitzdarif Lamaisa, but a Machshava Toiva is Mitzdarif Lamaisa. It's counted as what you did. So in the world of Ksiv, Avram was sitting, he's not sitting, and we wanted to stand up. So he got the schar of standing up. Now it happens to be Hashem wanted him sitting for another reason. But it's the covet for Hashem, he stood up. So in the morning, Why? Because he wanted to. So you hurt your leg. Let's say you hurt your leg, or in the morning you, you want to get up. You can't get up. Let's say you hurt your leg, you found your leg. In the world, you what you to wanted to, to do, that's what is. That's what but is. Only with with good things, not with machshava raz, ain't a kosh baruch mitzdarf l'mais. So I just want to learn a pasuk. We're just learning simple pshat in Chomish Rashi is mind blown, and how careful you have to be when you learn, Rabbi Say. How exact is our Torah? So exact. It's creek siv. It's written one way. We read it a different way, and to be very careful to study both. Study it carefully. What's happening? What's being said? The way said. it's written now, is always in the creativity. We would say that. Yeah, the way it's yeah, yes, 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 Talk, remember Rashi said the Shechina Shoyel B'Shlumay said Shalom Aleichem Avram so nice to see you <laughs> Shem spoke to him prophecy Vayisa Einav Avram opens his eyes Vayar and he sees Vihine and behold Shloisha Anat Shem behold three men are hovering over him now the word Hine behold is interesting could say Vayar Vishloisha Anat Shem Behold is always something like a chiddush. Whenever it says hine, whoa, the hine, and suddenly hine has a mashmash of something that wasn't. Why this is sudden? There are two possibilities. Either because they're angels, so they were created there. They didn't come from somewhere. So suddenly, boom, they popped into existence. So it's a hine. That's possible. It's a hine. The other possible to hine is because nobody was outside, so it was a shaker. Desolate, the streets, it was boiling hot. Hashem had taken the Chama Minartika, the sun, out of its original blockage, and it was a boiling hot day. And Hine, suddenly, like shockingly, there was Shloisha Nashim. So we have two ways of understanding that Hine. But Avram Avinu suddenly sees three men. Vayar, and he sees them, Vayaritz Lakrasim, and he runs towards them. From the entrance of his tent, Vayishtachbarts, and he bows to them. Vayoymer, and he says to Hashem, we're going to learn the pshat that he talked to Hashem. I'm going to ask you a kasha in one minute. Vayoymer, and he said, Adoy slash noy, he said to Hashem. He said to Hashem, Hashem, can you do me a favor? Could you not leave me? I have something to take care of. Could you wait here for a minute? Adoy slash noy. If you'll please find favor in your eyes, if I find favor in your eyes, I'll not leave. I just have a little business to tend to. Please don't leave. That's one of Rashi's pshatim. Now I asked the guys at Kasha, it's out of water. It should say he sees three men, and before Vayaretz Lakrasam, before he runs out, he should say to God, Could you wait here? It's out of water. Bez and Gimel changed orders. Bez is he sees them and he runs to greet them. 
Gimel, he says to Hashem, if I please find favor in your eyes, could you uh, wait here? Now, isn't that out of order? Shouldn't he have said that before he ran? Shouldn't he have turned to God and said, God, one minute, I'm just going to tend to something, please don't leave, and then go? But the Psokim are written, he ran to them, bows to them, and then he says, Hashem, is that out of order? Chevra Pshat, everybody say, what's Pshat? Huh? I want to know according to this Pshat. This Pshat had to learn the Psokim also. If he didn't get up, if he got up, then he also went there right away. Because he wanted to. Chaim said it's recording what his Ratzin was. The Ratzin was to run right there. It's recorded before he went. The Ratzin Toy. That's what Chaim says. So when he recorded, when the Torah records the action, it wants us to also know there was an action here. So... It only when it contradicts, and you, and you understand that it's saying in the Olam HaMachshava. Why here does it say he runs to them, bows, and then he speaks to Hashem? Now you could learn that Hashem he could talk to there. You know, Hashem has very good ears. So you could talk to Hashem, run to the guests, and he runs there, and maybe even while he was running. He's Hashem, but you don't have to, Hashem's not like in one inch, you have to like turn to him, he's not, he's not looking, Hashem's with him. But who he says, that's not Derech Eretz, explain to Hashem where you're going. Vayoymer, Hashem, if I find favor, please don't leave me. Why does it record saying that to God after he had ran? So I ask you that question, and that's homework for the Hevra. I want to share something else with you. That's homework for the guys, is why would he talk to God and say, Hashem, please don't leave me, only after he booked Maishla. Mazel tov, Maish, welcome home. But I want you to hear something else, Maishla. I want you to hear something else, Maishla. What? Yeah. What's the pshat? Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's the mile of the other pshat. The mile of Rashi's other pshat, it's in order. And according to this pshat, it's written out of order. Now, now, the truth is that you can learn, it's describing the chesed of Avram first. A lot like Chaim, the chesed of Avram, the passion. So once the, Chaim said, if you want, it's like you ran. There's a lot of truth to what Chaim said. He wants to describe, he saw them and he's driven. So he saw them and he's there. Ke'ilu, like he started talking, Avadi, he said it before he ran. But it's describing Avram's rizos. You listen to the whole story of Chesed, it's tremendous Hadgasha of Zrezus. We're going to read further, it says a word so many times, the Torah is painting a, pi- a picture that I want you to read. I'm going to read in a little bit, anybody who reads it, Avram is a man possessed. Vayimaher Avram, Mari, Rush, Velabaka Rats Avram, Vayimaher Lasei Saisei. The Torah has a massive adgash, Avram is flying. The man is possessed. And it's like boil it, it sticks out that the Torah doesn't describe chesed, it describes flow. Chesed is a passion. Chesed is a man is like on fire. That's chesed. The peers, I always laugh at like yekish chesed. You know, a guy asks you for right, okay. And then you take him to the corner. I always like... <laughs> You're no Avram if you drop him at his corner. You're Avram if you drive him right into his bedroom. You don't even stop by the front. You push it. If you read the Torah, it's so Pashat that it's describing fire. It's describing the Chabetz Chaim wrote essays about Avas Chesed that were born for this. Chesed's not performed like shucks. Now it's hard to get there, and the question is how we create, make ourselves such people. It's not pretend. It's not like, oh, chesed by its nature is you're on fire, you're flowing. That is the description of chesed. The heart is what the Chavetz Chaim writes essays about this. It says, it says, the Navi Micha says, Hashem wants three things from us. It doesn't say chesed, it says, avas chesed, a love of kindness. Chesed is you're a man possessed. You have to build yourself into a Baal chesed. But you're not just doing chesed. Oh. <laughs> It's not, it's not chesed. That's not chesed. That's like, some, I don't know what that is. That's like din, like the law. Like, okay. It says you're kaifen al midas time. 
You're not allowed. If some, it helps somebody. It doesn't hurt you. You're obligated. That's not chesed. Is this the first time Avram saw angels? That's a very, very good question. I like that if question. It, if it was, then maybe he wasn't sure. If he wasn't sure, he wasn't sure when they just popped out of nowhere. Like if, was, if there were angels, so he ran to beat them. And then once he saw an angel, like isn't it a thing that like he might not serve like? Like someone who sees, like Yaakov, it's like he's given the name, like he survived against the angel. Like, Interesting. We're learning Pshat, even whether he saw, saw them as people, but let's assume he saw them as people. That's certainly the simple Pshat. And yet he ran there, he ran to them. And perhaps in the whole Parsha is a description of passion which if you read the Psukim, there's a description of a man who's on fire. He's waiting by the door. He's craving guests. It's a man possessed to give. We are born to do for somebody else. That's like, I live for this. You know, people describe, a guy comes, I've been waiting my whole life to meet you. That When you met Avram, he was waiting his whole life to do this for you. The man who's sitting there, open in the Psukim, it's describing a man who's on fire with kindness. He's sitting there, desperately hoping for somebody to do kindness to. When they come in, he's like off. He forgot, like he's. The Torah gives it over in a way that he forgot to talk to Hashem. He probably said it before he left, but it's describing, he sees and he's there. But Chaim described the Ratzin that he sees and he's there. Now it's true always where you are, Beratzin, that's where you are. But here the Torah is describing that's what Chesed is. Chesed is overflowing passion, flowing. But I want to talk about this. Rabbi Say, this is the biggest chutzpah in Kol HaTorah Kulu. Avram Avinu saying to God, you, know, you see people do things. People sometimes do things that are chutzpah. It's inappropriate. People don't know an older person. They have rules. An old man, their rules how to treat an old man. There's risk of chutzpah here. To say to Hashem, please, if you don't mind, just have some... No, no, if you don't mind, have some <laughs> chutzpah. I see cell phones create tremendous chutzpah. If you're talking to your friend, you say, chutzpah. <laughs> Cell phones create, make us all tremendous mechutzavim. We're so used to it. Why is it normal that I'm talking to you? Know, what do you mean? Excuse me. <laughs> You're in middle of Your phone doesn't have kedima. There's no hilchas kedima. You can't, the phone can't be better than if a guy would come. If a guy, I'm not talking to you, the guy would come. I'm talking to Yehuda. I'm talking to Yehuda. You don't have kedima. You're here now. <laughs> so as the guy saying, I know you're talking to him. Yeah, I'm talking to him. What do you mean I know? I'm talking. Now, if it's an emergency, so then that's the, then there's the avart here. It's an emergency. I know you're talking to him. But there's rules of chutzpah. There's rules of derech eretz. What does this mean to say to God, please don't leave me? Wait a minute. Chutzpah. You're talking to Hashem. It's not noigeya. I try. If I'm at a chasnu with my father, nobody else exists. I'm with my tat. It's not a tat. If you don't, if you don't mind, my father. I'm talking to my father. I'm sorry. Game checkmate. Somebody comes. I don't know. You say shalom, shalom, shalom. Your father's here. It's a chutzpah. You don't tell your father. Wait a minute. It's not what you do. See, he's talking to Hashem. What does it mean to say to Hashem? Shoulder for a minute. I just have guess. What is that? What does that even mean? So Chazal tell us a shocking line. And of course, Rashi's bothered, Chazal are bothered by this. Says Rashi, let's read the Rashi. Well, Yo'aymer la Kaddish Baruchu. Avram said to Hashem, Lahamtim loy, please wait for me. Ad she Yarutz viyachnes arch until I bring the guests. And even though Rashi says, it says of Ayaretz Lekrasam, the Amira was earlier. And it's the way of Psukim to speak that way. Rashi says it happens other cases. It's the Derech. So Rashi brings us Pshat. Chazal explained why, why? That it's greater greeting guests. Doing a, greeting guests is bigger than Kabbalah's Pnei Ashchina. Better than being with Hashem is greeting guests. What does that mean? You're with God. What does that mean, Kabbalah? That greeting guests is greater than Kabbalah's Pnei Ashchina. 
And I want to say, Rabbi, say, that if you see a guy and you say, Shalom Aleichem, you don't stop to do something else, you're, you're with him. But are you allowed to stop to hug the guy? Eitan, if you're looking at a guy, Shalom Aleichem, then bang, you give him an embrace. We saw Eitan came back from the chas and we're excited. Shalom Aleichem, then you give him an embrace, Ezra. Is that a chutzpah to, to, is that a chutzpah to Eitan if I stop my Shalom Aleichem to hug him? I did more than say Shalom Aleichem, I hugged him. Tashem, you're, you're not allowed to say Tashem, wait here, but you're allowed to hug God. In, in Ruchni is closeness to Hashem, the greatest closeness is being like Hashem. To run to guest is you're hugging God. You're allowed to say to Hashem, one second, I want to kiss and hug you. That you're allowed to do. That's what it means that you did, greeted guests. The greatest care of Hashem, greater than speaking to Hashem, is hugging and kissing Hashem. The only greater care of Hashem than talking to Him is being like Him. Being like Hashem is intimacy with Hashem. I'm the closest to Hashem. Once the the of not hugging somebody in the basement of What do you mean? The reason I think they say is because you're standing, you're not supposed to show chiva besides for Hashem. But if you this, you're, you're saying like I'm doing chesed? Nice, nice question, nice question. Could be just in our perceptions, we wouldn't perceive it as that. Here where there's obligations and duties, so he has, he has a mitzvah... Vivayit, it's a mitzvah, not and that's what you do. In the base Medrash, we wouldn't perceive it like that. Probably something like that. But here, as much as he has a chiyuv and a mitzvah of greeting, Archim, see, hugged Hashem. In the base Medrash, that's not your duty in the base Medrash. But in as much as that's your duty, so then you hugged Hashem. Here we as a mitzvah of Archim, he kissed Hashem. He was exactly like Hashem. That's not a chutzpah. To say to Hashem, pardon me for a second, I want to get to Archim, means I want to be exactly like you. That's a hug to Hashem. What is in the physical world, closeness is proximity. In the spiritual world, closeness is similarity. And for being Hashem, it's not a chutzpah. Say to Hashem, one second, I want to kiss you. And he goes and he greets the Archim. That's, now, Yosef's asking a great kasha, so in the base mesh, why don't we kiss our kids? And the answer, it's true that when we kiss our kids, the Shliach Hashem, right now, that's not my mitzvah in the base medrash. My mitzvah was to babysit in the base medrash, that would be, but that's not in the base medrash, we're in the middle of prayer, that's the job and the task in the base medrash. But the Kitzir Advarim is, is that's Pshat in these Psukim, that he says to Hashem, wait a minute. Now Rashi has a second Pshat. Rashi's second Pshat is Avram Avinu's talking to the angels. Vayoymer, he said to the angels, not to God. Now it fits better in the order of the Psukim. He runs to the angels. Vayoymer, he says, Adoinoi, my master. Now why doesn't he say, why, why, my masters? Why does he say, my master? And the answer is, Legadol Shabem. There was one of them who very apparently was the bigger one. He was like, that was the main guy. You could always see in a group of three, there's like the leader of the group. So he said to the main guy, Adonai, my master, if you please find favor in my eyes, please don't pass by your Evid. Please don't pass me by. Please don't pass by your Evid. I beg you not to pass me by. So Avram Avinu said that to the three travelers. And he said, my master, he said to the biggest one of the three. If you look at Rashi, Rashi has a pshat, Legadol Shabem Amar, he said it to the, bit, oh, the strongest one, Bikarim Kulam Adainim, he called them all my masters. Legadol Amar Al Nasavar, he said to the biggest one, a lush and singular, please don't pass by. And once he doesn't leave, they'll all stay. So by Avram Avinu says, Adonai means my masters. And he said to one of them, you please stay. If you stay, I'm sure your friends will stay. But he spoke to the one that appeared to be like the ringleader. The three men came, there's one man who clearly is a ringleader. He spoke to the ringleader, he said to the ringleader, he seems to be the spokesperson for the Hevra. He said to the spokesperson, please stay. And by him staying, they all would stay. Now it's a Shiloh. Why does Avram Avinu call, them, call himself an Eved to these guys? Please don't pass by your Eved. 
And here we get a window into the greatness of Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu says, Adoy Noi, my master. What do you call him? A master? And he called himself an Evid. He's not his master. He's not an Evid. The Torah doesn't record. They don't say just throw out words. Avram Avinu sees three travelers and he says, my master or my masters, please don't pass by your Evid. Avram Avinu clearly is way, and we're taught in Chazal and Tarsh Peh, that Avram Avinu's midah was eye in Tavi, had a tremendous eye. And if it says he said to somebody, my master, it means in some way he felt humbled by the person. It's my master. He looked up. If he said, please don't pass by your Evid, in some way this greatest of men felt lower than these three people. We're taught the derech of Avram Avinu. The Chayvah Salvabas describes about a person who said he was an Adon Ledoirei, which I assume doesn't mean he owned his generation, it means he was a Manig. And they asked him, how did you lead your entire generation? And he said, I never met a human being that I didn't look up to in one way or another. Have something that I felt humbled by him. The Chayvah Salvabas quotes a Chassid. And simple pshat in the Torah, it sounds like Avram Avinu lived that way. Avram Avinu is three guests, who will toil and he says, Adoinoi, my master, please don't leave your Evid. Clearly, there's no extra words in the Torah. He viewed himself in some way lower than them. It's hard, it doesn't say. Now, Lemai said, Avram saw really good, they were angels, so he was right. But also in people, there's so much greatness to see in people. Avram Avinu saw greatness in them that he's able to say, My masters. Like, wow. <laughs> Maybe that. Tough guys, impressive. <laughs> we would use tricks like that. I don't go in what Avram saw because Avram had eyes that he had eyes. It's not a kasha to me what he saw, but it is an instruction to me what we want to see. So if we want to do Avram's chesed, we have to get Avram's eyes. If you want to be aware of Avram's eyes, three guests come. Avram says, Whoa, my master. Please don't pass by your Evid means that he saw godless in these people. He saw godless, and we know that is the way of Avram Avinu. I want to show you another thing in the Psukim, just because these Psukim are so beautiful. It's just so delicious to study these Psukim. In Pasuk Dalit, he says, Please take a little water. You'll wash your feet. Then you'll rest. It's always you have to think about the other person. Avram Avinu is not traveling. They are. When guests come, show them the facility, Chevra. Somebody drives to us. A family comes here and there's a lady. You have to understand. It's a men's yeshiva. Where's the woman's facility? She just traveled. Think about the other person, Rabbi Say. So Avram Avinu, he didn't just travel. But he's on to the other people. And he says, take a little water. I know you don't want to schmooze yet. You don't want to eat a meal. Heshanu tachas eitz. Please sleep a little bit, relax. I will take some bread, and you will be full. This I love. I want to, teach, I want to talk to the guys how to be a good host. I'm going to show a party animal, Eitan, and I'm going to teach you, Eitan, how to be a party host. Ezra, it's worth it to come to Waterbury. I'm going to show you how to host a party from Avram the Great. Avram hosted great parties. So Maisha, listen to who he had to host the party. Avram says, I'm going to eat bread and you'll be full. You're going to eat bread and you're going to be full. You know what he says? I'll take some bread and you'll be full. I have a minute, Parshish Vayera. The weeks of Avram Avinu, I always, my guests and I, the people in my house now, we always talk about the top 10 do's and don't do's of, of guests. We talk from both vantage points, from the guests and from the hosts. From the host, Rabbi say, is only strip the linen if you ask the host. Because there's nothing like a host who doesn't want you to strip the linen. Not always they're going to give fresh linen to the next people. Shh. 
So if you strip it and you weren't told to strip it, like, ah, somebody's redoing that learning. So ask the host, should I strip the linen? But we had, we've come up, the chevre have come up with, for the guests, for the host. Guys said when you're a guest at a place, the last thing you want, when you're the host, please don't fight in the kitchen. Guys describe being at houses like an air throat and they're like, 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 there's like tension and you're sitting during the meal, like the house feels like it's squishing, like both walls are pressing you in. Like we hear when you're fighting in the kitchen, please, like no fights while guests are here, zero. We could sense the tension, but anyway. <laughs> the, the, the guys had rules. There are plenty of good rules. Maybe we'll do that a different day here. But I want to say, listen to this, Hudi. It says, Echa pas lechem. I will take bread and you'll eat. You'll take bread and you'll eat. Maish, Eitan, you bothered by this? I'll take bread. Echa pas lechem. So the Balaturim, the Rosh's son, the tour, the Balaturim, he says, because the Allah is that a Balabayis has to make Hamaitzi. It says the Balabayis is supposed to make Hamaitzi, it's a din in Shulchan Aruch. The Balabayis makes Hamaitzi, not the guest. So I'll break the bread. I'll break bread means I'll make Hamaitzi for everybody, and you'll eat. That's what he says. Even during the week. The Balabayis gives out Ba'ayin Yafa, he should make Hamaitzi. So that's the Balaturim says, why it says, I'll take bread and you'll eat. But I want to tell you a different shot, and I want to share this with you because it's the truth. I used to make barbecues in my house, and I discovered the following thing, Mamie. Tell me if you're right. If I make a barbecue and while the guests are there, I'm running and cooking and grilling and making, it feels awful for the guests. You just don't feel geschmack. The guy's like working so hard, the host. I feel like bad, I want to help, I don't feel normal, I feel like such a taker, doesn't feel geschmack. The best feeling in the world is before the guests come, everything's done, and your mom is bored when the guests are there. Your mom is bored, you're pushing eating, you're pushing doing me a toy, can you join me in eating? The like food came on my table, I don't know how. There's epis food on the table, could you, it's, so, it's lonely to eat alone, eat with me. Avram Avinu says to his guests, I'm going to eat and you'll get full. I'm pashatach eating anyway. To the guests, that's how Avram Avinu did the kindness. Now, the Torah records him running and flying around. Vild, that wasn't in front of the guests. They didn't see that. To the guests, it's, I'm going to eat. And then when they didn't see, he's flying around, gets it all done. They're sleeping. They went to sleep. Shana Tachas So they didn't see all the work. But it's a big thing for a get when you have guests, be ready for them. To the point when they come, there's like it's like this food there, we're all eating like yawning. <laughs> the food's here, I'm so happy you're eating with me. I was gonna eat myself, you're eating with me. I noticed on barbecues when it's a little bit hard on barbecues because you like a fresh grilled dog and a fresh, fresh burger. But it's a big eight, so it's have it ready before. This way, the chevr is there right before they come. The chevr is there. You're pashat. You're eating together. You're not running and working. The best host, it doesn't feel like the guy's flying around. He's pashat eating and you got to join in. There's a certain smoothness to that. It's a comfortable feeling. You don't feel like a taker. That's what Avram Avinu says. I'm going to eat and you'll be full. I'm pashat eating anyway. Maybe you'll join me. That's echa pas lechem. I'm going to eat bread and you'll get full from it, Pashat. Pashat, my eating will make you full. I'm, eat, I'm not eating anyway. <laughs> supper anyway. I'm so happy here. I was eating supper and I have somebody to eat with. That's echa pas lechem. I'm going to eat and you'll be full. It's a very big eights in general. Sit down with your guests. They come from a trip. You serve them and you're sitting on top serving. So you feel very much like a taker. If you join them, Gishmak, so sit down, you get a good suit on the, on the deal. Bring out for yourself, for them. If you begather, Avram Avinu, I'll take bread and you'll be full. It's a beautiful way of doing chesed that the recipient doesn't feel like a receiver. It's Bashat in your, in your Gishmak Asudah, he's also here. That's what Avram, the, the words that Avram says, that's the words Avram says, I'm going to take bread and you're going to be satiated. He then says, Achar and then you'll leave. You always have to keep in mind the guests. Sometimes you see a certain person come over to talk, oh no, they're gonna hold me for so long. Achar I won't hold you long. I'm not, my kindness is not gonna cost you. Achar I know you're traveling. I know you don't want to stay here a long time. 
Afterwards, you'll be free to go. I won't hold you long. Achar Tavay will eat, you'll be satiated, and then you'll be on your way. That all the details of Avram's chesed, the tremendous, tremendous harach of value that he has for them, Adonai, my masters, the thinking out of himself, they need to sleep, they've traveled, he hasn't. The not being somebody who's doing so much chesed, I feel like such a recipient, I'll eat. I'm eating. I'm about to eat. You came at such good timing. Your mom has just made supper. It's known on the great Baba Sali. What was Baba Sali known for? The Spot on. The word Baba Sali, Sali means prayer. It was a very big davener. It means the, the prayer. Sali means the davener. But he was known as Achnasa. I know people who went to visit Baba Sali. And he'd serve, anybody came, you were 17, I know a 17-year-old yeshiva bacher came out to ask him to daven, you got a whole feast. He served you, it was, it's a, it's a, it's kiyadua, that when you serve archim, it's a sudas mitzvah, he would serve yayin, he would bring out baser. Guests came to Baba Sali, it was yantif. It's yantif, that was known, yadua. But it didn't matter what age, somebody came, got a feast. He came to Baba Sali, a feast came, that was known. I heard from people who received this type of treatment. Could ask Johnny, could ask people who visited Baba Sali, his Achnasus Archim was otherworldly. You came, this is you see from Avram Avinu, they get a whole feast, but the trick of the, of the Zach is he's always eating. Avram, I'm sure, wasn't such an Olam Hazem mensch. <laughs> but he's eating, he's ready to go. You came, you always came at dinner time. You always came. You came four in the morning, it was dinner time, three in the afternoon. Somehow you always made dinner. My mamish was about to eat bread, you schmack. That's the best way of hosting. You join your push. So lucky you came now. I was about to eat myself, and now you joined me. There was a song we were supposed to play for the Hebra. You brought that, Yuri? You brought it? Bring it forward. Yuri's song we're playing for the Hebra. Come, come. Who wrote this song? Who do you sing with? This song is written by Yiddy Einhorn. It's written. It's written by Yiddy. And it's sung by Yiddy and Momo Ringo. Ringo might be dead, okay. It's not, it's just charged Okay. Oh, Momo's boom, there it is. Oh, I'm sorry, I did not do anything. And we're good? Yeah, we are. Good boys, get pumped. I'm the manager of this band, okay? <laughs> When I was younger, I would argue in my head I didn't wanna go, but enough for that I had I'll go next time, that's the thing I always said But now that you are gone, all these thoughts running through my head Because as all the years went by, you were always by my side Through all of the tears I've cried Now that older, realize that you were just doing the best you could do Told you one day I'll have a son or a daughter And when I'm a father too I hope that I am just like you Like to be alone, that you aren't gonna answer when I call you on the phone, and it hurts me. Didn't get to say goodbye. Now, every time I hear your name, I just wanna cry because as all the years went by, you were always by my side throughout all of the tears I cried. Now that I'm older, I realize that you were just doing the best you could do. I told you one day I'll have a son or a daughter And when I'm a father, oh, I hope that I 
hope that I am just like you. I hope that.